I am sure that by now you've heard the quote by FDR that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Today in this episode, we're going to talk about how a fear of your finances may be affecting you and the action steps that you can take to work on overcoming those fears. Now, hopefully this episode will get you started on a path to financial independence and experience a life with a lot less stress when it comes to your finances. So the big question is this, how do veterinarians like you who live demanding lives, who never seem to have enough time, able to achieve balance and take control of your finances with confidence? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. We are Florida Veterinary Advisors and this is the Smarter Vet Podcast. Hey, Smarter Vets, this is CJ Burnett and Tom Seco. We're financial advisors, owners of Florida Veterinary Advisors, and the host of this podcast, the Smarter Vet Podcast. Our mission is to provide education so veterinarians like yourself can get clarity, take control, feel confident, and experience contentment in your finances. You know, for all those who are actually listening at the moment too, um, if you're not familiar with like our vision and our mission within our business, is that we want to help at least 10% of the community become financially independent. So that's why we are doing these for you. We want to make sure, hey, like you're getting some content and you're actually able to take your life to the next level. And if you're looking for some more resources beyond this, beyond the podcast, we've got a lot of other things like uh, race CEs, assessments, videos, articles. And we actually just created the video series for you that's complimentary called the five foundational steps to financial balance. It's available. You can go through series.flvetadvisors.com. It's going to be in the podcast description as well. So make sure to go take a look at that. What we really wanted to spend some time talking about today on this episode was that there's this conversation that constantly gets brought up, especially as we're, we're working with a lot of our clients and the things that are we're, we're doing for veterinarians in the community. And we've been working with veterinarians for about 10 years now. So it's been quite a long time. We're national speakers. We're plugged into a lot of the different schools. And it's this whole conversation about being afraid of doing something with your finances. And there's actually one story that like, you know, someone that I was talking with not too long ago was that they're, you know, they, they waited until their forties until they started talking to someone about their finances. And it was something that they're just afraid to talk about. And, and what I think of, you know, CJ, I would say, if we're talking about this for a second, is that I, I would say that one, there's one thing that a lot of them have in common. What would you, what would you think that one thing is that they have in common, CJ? Um, Mm, um, I'm going to say that veterinarians, the vast majority of them are perfectionists. You think so? Um, well, that word gets thrown out a lot. I, I'd say at conferences and things it does, that, I, right? that I've heard. And so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go with that one. I think that's, I think that's probably the one. And, and like, when you think about perfectionism, so it's someone who's striving for flawlessness and perfection and is accompanied by critical self-evaluations and concerns regarding others' evaluations. So yeah, I think that's, I, I think that's probably a vast majority of, of veterinarians find themselves in that position. And, and they, I mean, they worry about what other people think and they, you know, they oftentimes want to, they, tr they strive for perfection and oftentimes right. beat themselves up over it. But it sounds a little bit like myself because I've, I've been a huge perfectionist and I think there's, there's actually a saying that I keep seeing all the time, like perfection is like the biggest, uh, biggest lead to like inaction. So like whenever you're trying to be perfect in everything that you do, it can cause us to just not do something. So uh, perfectionism, I think is something even I've struggled with myself all the time. So if there's any of you who are listening to this right now and you're like, yeah, I'm a perfectionist. It's something that I'm fighting through. I've been fighting through for a long time. It's not bad. 
let's just point that out there. It's not a bad thing because you can be a perfectionist and work through it. So, well, and the other part of the other characteristic of being a perfectionist, I think is that you try to do everything yourself, right? You never really want to ask for help. You never want to appear that you're anything less than perfect. And many veterinarians that I know we've talked to through the years uh, always tell us that they, they don't, they don't really talk to somebody about their finances because they, you know, it's just, it's always been something that is scary to them. Right. And, and they think, well, I, I got to get my finances perfect before I'm able to go talk to somebody about it, which, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately I, I hate to break the news to everyone, the audience listening, but I don't think we've ever met anybody perfect on the financial side. Like we've never had anybody come to us and be perfect. Even the people that are really, really, really knowledgeable, like ridiculous, like almost borderline financial advisor-ish type people still come to us and they're completely dumbfounded as to how many holes are actually in their their plan. What's, what's interesting about that thought too, CJ, is that there's so many people that we've actually talked to over time too, that maybe they've had experience with working with someone but this was like so many years ago. It was like years and years and years ago. And they, they bought something or they started an IRA or did something like that. And then they just kind of let it be. I mean, it's happened so many times. Well, and that, and that speaks directly to needs-based planning. Mm-hmm. All right. Because there's needs-based planning and then there's wants-based planning. And the vast majority of, of the industry is built towards that gear of like, okay, you need this. Go ahead and buy this. And you buy this product and you'll be successful when that may or may not be the case. Right. So like one thing, just to jump like right in here, because there's a lot of times there's, we're always thinking about like, what would really stop and make us afraid of wanting to approach our finances. And like, one thing is like a lot of veterinarians that we, we do talk with, you know, I, I think the first one that we constantly keep seeing is they, they don't want to look not smart. So mm, they they're love scared, Yeah. They're scared to raise their hand in the, in the classroom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to raise my hand. And then I ask a question that I feel silly about. I remember being in school and doing something like that. And I'd be like, oh, I like kind of cowered out a little bit because it felt you know, dumb. You know, it's, it's so funny because like science class, I did that. Like I was so scared to raise my hand. Like science class or reading, I was like, but then like math class, like I was a, I, like, like, ooh, I ooh, felt ooh, like ooh. a whiz. I, my hand was always up in math <laughs> class, right? So it's kind of funny when, when you think of like, you know, not wanting to look you know, not smart, right? You don't want to appear like you're, you're, you're not listening to the teacher, right? Because they might've yeah. said something that you didn't get. And then now you're asking a question when everyone else is like, well, you should have picked that up because you said that. And, you know, you, you feel almost like you can't raise your hand because if you don't know the subject, then it's like, you, you just kind of, you just kind of sit in the back of the room and, and, and hope when just wait for the bell to ring. You just, you just wait for someone else to talk about it or ask the question. Maybe, hopefully yeah. they do, but maybe they yeah. don't. You're just like, <laughs> or, or have you ever done the thing where you, you turn to your, your, the, the person next to you and you ask them instead yeah. of asking the teacher and yeah, they look at you and they're like, I don't know the answer to that question. Like, like, like clearly other people have the same question you do, but you're, but we're too scared to ask the question. So absolutely. Well, so like, you know, looking not smart is definitely, I would say a big part of it because being perfectionist too, it's like, I should know everything. Like that's a big part of this. But the other thing that we see is that like a lot of them are afraid of what they'll find. Like it's, yeah. it's like, oh man, I'm going to start looking at this. And then they're like, oh, geez. That's I mean, st- that's ugly. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things that I don't do because I'm scared of what I'm going to find. Yeah. Right. right. Like uh, go in that junk drawer in the kitchen. Mm. Right. Like I only go there if I absolutely have to. 
Oh yeah, my my junk drawers. I'm like, I got too many of them now these days. And I'm like, <laughs> I try to organize them. You, I'm sure you've heard of like Marie Kondo. Um, you know, the art of getting organized or tidying up. I try to follow that, and it's not quite working very. Well. <laughs> it's still pretty disorganized. So well, and I mean, all of this also. Uh, there's there's this element of feeling like they're going to be judged, mm-hmm. right? Like, and even like judged by peers, judged by somebody. Like, if you talk about finances of somebody, and you say, I, I you know, I have a lot of debt student loans or whatever, then you're scared that other people are just going to say, well, that person was just not smart with their money, right? They're they're going to be judged by the, the peers, right? Going back to the perfectionist, concerns regarding others' evaluations right, is actually in that definition of what a perfectionist is. So, you know, people are worried about being judged. And, you know, I think that extends even not just from peers or from their parents or from people that are around them, but then also like, what is a professional going to think? Right. If I go see a financial advisor, are, are they going to look at my finances and go, wow, you've made a lot of really bad decisions. Right. And quite frankly, like we've all made bad decisions. I want everyone to feel anyone listening to this. I want you to feel amazing right now about any kind of bad decisions you've ever made right. because the two people that are doing this podcast have made a tremendous amount of bad decision ourselves. Right. Always. We, we, we are not perfect. No one is perfect. And so, you know, if you've made bad decisions, that's okay. You know, the good, the good news is 99% of those bad decisions can be easily fixed. Right. Well, the thing is too, it's like, if you, it's okay to go to someone and like have them say like, yeah, you've, you've done things in a way that maybe you shouldn't have, but if you find someone that's being too much, like you shouldn't let that hold you back from having a conversation with someone, or at least being able to, you know, just at least take that next step, uh, but, I, you know, one last thing that we always see is that because of the way that the, the veterinary community is, and especially a lot of people who are graduating, there's a very high amount of student loans that are coming out, but there's this like negative outlook towards finances. And they're worried or afraid that, you know, if I talk to someone, it's going to confirm that it's all bad. But then it's like, realistically, you know, I just had a conversation with someone the other day, a student that was really freaking out about like, I need to see saving money and investing. And I'm like, you're just trying to survive right now. Like you just need to do one thing at a time. And we left this conversation. She was like, I'm so excited and so happy right now. I feel so much better about everything that I'm doing. But she took the initiative and was willing to take that step. Mm. Mm. So I thought it was really awesome that she did that. So So if you're listening to this, right, ask yourself, have you have you experienced any of these? Have they affected how you live or how you do things or how you make decisions? Are these feelings that you're experiencing, because maybe there's more than one, are they holding you back from progress? And the pain, the pain that comes from knowing that there's opportunity that's being missed, or it has to be greater than the pain that you think that you think that you're going to experience by being open with somebody about your finances, by actually talking about financial topics. Right. Well, and you don't so, what, what's that one saying to you? Like you don't know what you don't know. And then there's always that, like that really big term that's lately, what do they call FOMO? <laughs> Fear oh, of FOMO. missing out. I, so, I, yeah, I have a real bad case. Like I, FOMO is something <laughs> I experience all the time. Right. It's, uh, it's, it's probably one of the reasons why I don't like to sleep a whole lot. Cause it's like, I'm too scared. I'm going to miss something. Right. Yeah. So, going to miss the, miss the sun sunrise or something like that. Some, any, I just, pff, anything going to miss something. I don't know. Right. Um, 
so here, so let's, let's walk through some actionable things that they can do today to not, to maybe not be afraid of what's on the other end, or maybe to, to get over some of the fear that, that people are experiencing. Well, so what you probably should do the first thing out of all of this is take a moment to think about which one of the things that we'd mentioned above, it might be holding you back. So is it something like you're afraid to look not smart or afraid of what you'll find or being judged, or maybe you already have like a very bad viewpoint towards your finances. Which one is it? Is it any of those? Maybe it's something different. And maybe is it's there more than one? Maybe it's all of the above. Yeah. It's uh, you know, when they have the ABC or all of the above, maybe it's everything. So, you know, take a moment and think about that. Like if you're listening to this and you're like, you're not really sure, pause this podcast and think about it for a second. And then start back up again. We'll talk about the next one that's coming up. Right. What would you- and the second thing you can do is like start talking about financial topics with others. Now, obviously, probably the best thing to do is start with someone that you trust, right? Mm-hmm. Start with somebody that you know is not going to judge you. You know that they're, they're a safe pl- person to go to. You know, if, if you if you have anybody in your life that you already go to about personal things, then finances might might be just another personal topic to, to openly discuss about them. I know I myself, I have mentors that I go to that, that I talk about finance, certain financial decisions that I'm even making, uh, whether it be within business or whatever. You know, I'll go to them who who I respect their opinion and I respect who they are. I may not listen to them. <laughs> like they might say something. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I agree with you. But you know, that's totally okay, right? Uh, it, it's it's. But that's another thing you can do, is at right. least start at first walking through what you're struggling with with somebody that you know that you trust. Of course, absolutely. And and the last thing here is that. You know, as you work your way through this, or let's say you want to skip the second one and talk with someone you trust. And now you're just ready to, you know, think about meeting with someone like a professional that can actually help guide you in your finances. If you're really curious about how, like, you know, when would be the time to talk with an advisor or someone else, we actually do have another podcast episode you can go listen to about the nine scenarios for when you can look to finding a financial advisor or financial professional that you want to work with. And if you meet with someone that you don't particularly let's say jive with, it's like one of those things you feel like personalities aren't the same. feel like there's just someone that's not listening to you. Uh, then meet with someone else. Like there's so many people that are out there that you can talk to. And I think the coolest thing about CJ and I, when we work together is we both have different personalities. Hopefully you can pick that up here. So if like, if you don't want to talk to me, you can talk to him. Or if you want to talk to him, you can talk to me. So it's like, you can always just make sure, Hey, work with someone that you feel good with. And, and don't let that one person you talk to discourage you from, actually taken that step. And I, I think doctors, like doctors come to mind. Uh, I know that there have been multiple people in my family that have had health issues and they go to a doctor and they're like, yeah, I don't, I'm not jiving with this one, right? Go to another one, go to another one. And I've had a couple of people in that I've talked to over the last few years where they're just at, you know, they've met with like 10 and they're like, when do I like, when do I just say, you know what, maybe I just need to stop. And, you know, for as long as you have an issue, you've got to keep going. Like you've got to keep looking for the person that's going to actually help you because there, there is somebody out there that can help you. Yeah. Uh, it's just a matter of finding that person and, and just not giving up and not saying, all right, well, I've already seen 10 people. I, I just, I, the 11th is not going to matter, right? The 11th might be the person that might be the very next option that actually works out for you. And then, and, you know, just to finally wrap today's episode, like, I, I think it's really important to recognize that, you know, I know you got, all, if you have these fears of not being smart, all these kinds of things, like you, 
just really want to believe and, and know, I want you to know that we believe that you are smart. You got through vet school for crying out loud. Like there's you, you are incredibly valuable. You deserve to live a life well-lived. You deserve to live a life without fear. And we just want to encourage you and to try your best to get to a place where you're not going to ha have as much stress, seek new things, seek new ways to learn and make decisions so that you can experience a life that you can really bring you an immense amount of joy, right? And, and if we can help you in any way, then obviously you can reach out to us, but we just, we really want this, even this podcast, just this one episode to be an encouragement to you. Don't stop. Keep, continue to examine yourself, be a student of yourself, learn about yourself and figure out how you're going to overcome these things because you can do it. You absolutely 100% have the ability to get to where you want to go. And you, you don't have to be scared because it's, it's all just in your head, right? The only, the only fear that we have to really worry about is the fear of, of the, itself being, being the problem. Yeah. That's actually a really strong quote. The, the only fear we have is fear itself. And, uh, I love that. It's a great way to end this episode. So, uh, well, if, if you are listening to our episode and you have not liked our episode yet and you listen on Apple Podcasts, go like us, please. Show us some love. Uh, write us a review. Like, give us some love. Like, we would love to hear from you. Or even if you want to send us a comment through our website, go contact us. Uh, and again, if you have not checked out our five-part video series on the five foundational steps of financial balance, where you can learn how to get organized, how to protect yourself, manage your cash flow, and become an awesome saver, learn more about investing. Um, if you've not looked at that yet, you should definitely go take a look at it. It's something that CJ and I put our heart and soul into bring to you so you can be able to learn more about finances. You can see it at series.flvetadvisors.com. Again, it's going to be in the description. Uh, but for now, smarter vets. This is CJ Burnett. And I'm Tom Seco. Wishing you a lifetime of financial success. Success. Don't forget to visit our website and sign up for our newsletter. By subscribing, you'll be the first to know about upcoming race-approved CE webinars, podcast releases, short presentations, and articles that we publish. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on LinkedIn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. CJ Burnett and Tom Seco are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, and financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. CJ Burnett's and Tom Seco's California licenses are 0K79676 and 0K80141, respectively. Security products and advisory services are offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, a registered broker-dealer, investment advisor, member of FINRA and the SIPC, and a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Florida Veneer Advisors is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. This podcast is for information purposes only guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Florida Veterinary Advisors, and opinions stated are their own. 2021 120591 expires May 2023.